We're always talking smack, smack, and telling lots and lots of stories. We hope you think we're funny and not really boring. It's the Nathan and Gabe Show. Nathan and Gabe Show. Nathan and Gabe Show. Hey, live again on the Nathan and Gabe Show. The big four three. Yeah. Troy Polamalu's number from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, <laughs> I know. I can probably go. The problem is I don't know 44, so that's it. That 42 and 43 were easy ones okay. for me. Okay. All it. right. Can you tell me a fact about that guy besides his last name is a mouthful? Um, he, Walumalu? He's he's a Pacific Islander. Sounded uh, like it. Widely regarded as one of the best strong safeties in national football history. Wow. Powerful. Yeah. yeah. So he can run and he can hit. Dude, hard. Okay. And it was a, a beautiful, beautiful tackler. Great hair. Head and shoulders commercial guy. You okay. might remember him. I, I, long... I, I can see it yep. with the helmet off with the big long. Yep. Yeah. He looks like uh, Moana. or uh, Yeah, he does look like Maui. Moana. He looks like Maui. Dude, yeah. if they do a live action one. And he was always so nice. Like, he would just, like, like crush people on the field and then, like, come out the field and be like, yeah, that was a hell of a game. <laughs> He sounded like Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, oh, it's a hell of a game out there. <laughs> Isn't that funny? The big guy, small voice combo. Yeah. Dude, that's yeah. the worst for those guys. It right? is. It is. When kind they of open their thing. mouth and, and everybody goes, whoa, that is not the sound that I yeah. expected to come out of you. Yeah, you expect them all to sound like like pro wrestlers. Like and the, the opposite end of the spectrum, too. Like the little guy with the deep voice. Hey. Like, whoa. Hey. <laughs> Sounds like fucking Joe from, hey, Peter, from uh, Family Guy. Yeah, dude. That's I think he's a big guy though. But speaking of fun voices that I won't do, because I'm gonna preface it by saying I won't break any of these voices out. But so we like this show. Danny and I like a show, all right? Okay. And it's called Love on the Spectrum. We talk a lot about spectrums on the Nathan and we Gabe do. show. So it's only fitting. So Love on the Spectrum, let me guess, has something to do with Young people finding love. This is great. You're already halfway there. And they're on the spectrum, like adult with disabilities. You're also right on the money. Okay. Makes sense. It's 2022. Yep. Absolutely everybody needs to get involved with every fucking thing that we do. Yeah. So there has to be a love on the spectrum. I'm not even surprised by it. Here's... And it's it's a good one, you said. Here's the thing. So they had two seasons of it. Uh, that were based in, I want to say New Zealand and Australia, uh, which made for some great voices. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Okay. And um, it was it's it, it was a real. It's very like heartfelt, and it's it's like what I think it does is I think that it raises awareness on how normal people on the spectrum really are. With their desires and wants and needs, even biological needs, because some of them are like, you know, I would like to hug and kiss somebody, but you know what they mean. Banging. Banging. Okay. Getting down. Okay. And it shows it. No, it doesn't. Oh, my God. I'm like, no. No, it does not. (laughs) No, but. uh, Oh, God. it's, It's like a very heartfelt show because they find like young people. That's good. So it normalizes them. Yeah. It humanizes them. Right. Which probably could help some people, maybe with a little bit of empathy. Yeah, see, I, I think that that's what it. That's I think that's what the show is pushing is like, um, you know, like hey, these are just 
you know, like these are regular people. They just have a developmental disability. That's what the producer and everybody has to say for sure. Yeah. And that is partially true. And it's part, it's yeah. hundred percent though. You're also for sure taking advantage of people on the spectrum yeah. by putting their shit out there because you're also the butt of, you're not the butt of the joke, because all they're doing, I would assume, is humanizing. I'm sure it's, they're it's, not. It's like incredibly tastefully done. done. You have yeah. to be that way, right. so they can. But at the same, for sure, you're exploiting them, just like we're exploiting little Mickey Mouse Kateers or whatever they call those right, kids. Right, Justin Timberlake. They're you're we're we're, we're pimping them out there a little Britney bit, Spears. right? And the thing that makes these people, they're not their acting skills. They're not up and coming actor. They purely. Where they fit the demographic, yep, and were adults with disabilities, which is shitty because you imagine that the people that were looking, they for had them, tryouts and shit. They were just looking for people that walked funny, just in the wild. <laughs> yeah, they, they're they fine just, in the mall. They just go in the mall. Like, imagine you got like a hurt foot, uh-huh. and they fucking walk up to you, and they're like, "We think you might be perfect for this show." But the like, problem the is fuck? also is that you I got sprained my ankle. You got stung on the tongue by a bee, so you also sound <laughs> a little suspect as well. You're like, a, you're like, I swear to God, they're like, "You're in, you're yeah. in." You don't know what you're saying, but you're in. You're like, like I'm not in. You're like sick. I'm about to go on a date with a woman with Down syndrome. Would you play it off? If I if I was given the opportunity, I mean, what if they said, "Listen, all you have to do is show up tomorrow for for the casting call." Okay. Do you keep going with it for I, one more day? I've edited a lot of videos on here, man. I, uh, and I've noticed how I blink. <laughs> I blink like I have fucking Tourette's. Do you? Yeah, I, I blink really hard sometimes. Okay. It's weird. Like, oh, wow. I always I remember I noticed one time I was walking around in the store. Uh, it happens some days worse than others. Not today, but uh. I was walking through the store and Fred Myers like down the aisle uh, with my dad one time and I was just blinking a lot and he was like, "You're blinking fucking weird." <laughs> I was like, "Okay." <laughs> I was like, "Okay, Dad." <laughs> yeah, he, a little bit of uh, he was angry because he sensed some Tourette's was popping up in you. Yeah, and what and he, he was t- afraid. What he told me is he's like, "You're not going to be able to field the ball if you keep blinking like that." And I was like, "Whoa." <laughs> I was like, this is sick. Yeah, to hit you where it really counted. <laughs> yeah, it did. Yeah, feelings. sure enough. And, uh, yeah. Ouch. <laughs> but anyhow, um, would I play it off? No. No. <laughs> because can't. here's the thing, is that they set people up with disabilities, with other people that have disabilities, because they have a deeper understanding, or they should, of one another. Because if I'm autistic... And you're autistic, and we're just a couple of gay autistic guys, and we meet up. Okay. You're already gonna have like a predetermined empathy towards me, or you would imagine. But it also makes for some. It, see the way that they do the show; it's very, very tastefully done. Like the music in the background, sweet. It they, it's it's very sweet, right? But it's also like funny. It's also funny, and it's it's not like it's shitty to say that it's not funny because like they'll show the parents of these people a lot of these people live at home you know with their parents sure, yeah because they're in their 20s and they don't know how to navigate the world yeah like you and i do yeah you know like they need to kind of be guided into the next thing sure well, and a lot a lot of these are parents they're saying like listen when we're gone you know we want to make sure that you know so and so has somebody that they can rely on you know like that they can like go through life with sure and uh it's 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 very sweetly done, but it is also funny. Like the parents laugh at them. Yeah, because you'd it's have like to. somebody's like getting ready to go on a date, you know. So 
they will show a lot of their emotions more than like you or I would. So like if somebody's hair isn't perfect or whatever, they get like really like fired up about it. And the parents are just like grinning in the kitchen because they've lived with this thing for 20 plus years and they, sure. you know, made it. It's just life for them, you know? Now, a lot of those shows, though, uh, I can't. I, first off, let me. I cannot possibly watch these shows. Yeah. I just can't. My brain it yells at me. Like I, I, if I sit down and try to watch this kind of stuff. I, I, it doesn't work for me. It just yeah. does, on a level that I, I have to escape the room. I have to be like, I have to get the fuck out of here. I can't even hear this stuff. Yeah, because I feel like it's probably yeah, it tells the story and it humanizes them. But I'm guessing a little bit of it is like the plot is manipulated. It's edited in ways that tells stories. But I'm sure some of those scenes are kind of set up a little yeah. bit. Well, it's they put them on dates and stuff. Like it's it's. You know, it's predetermined. Like, I'm sure that they don't... They yeah. Don't, like, they're meeting at the zoo. Yeah. But it's very real conversation. Between those... But but the whole scene, the whole yeah. situation is fake. Yeah. Well, you're given that... Yeah, you're given, like, time, place, date, whatever. We're, we're setting meet. up the scene... Yeah. So we can let these adults with disabilities create us a little bit of content. Yeah. That's what I'm getting out of it. Yeah. I can't do True. it, dude. It's, but they are trying to meet up past that let's take our bunch of adults with disabilities let's try to get them to hook up with each other we'll film it all yeah. like if me and you if i if i come up with a show yeah. and I'm like all right hear me out hear me out yeah we're gonna go get a bunch of adults with disabilities we're gonna film them we're yeah. gonna make them go on dates and stuff we're gonna set up all these situations get talk to their parents whatever film them humanize them make them look good but it's all just gonna be set up yeah Dude, if somebody came to me with that, I'd be like, ah, I don't, it doesn't but sound. What if they were already, uh, like, what if, because here's the thing. If you see somebody that has disabilities, okay, sometimes you can just see it, right? Sure, of course, yeah. So, like, if you were on Tinder and you were thinking about this show and you're like, I'm just going to find X amount of people, match with them. At, you know, I don't know how they find these people, but they all have a common interest is finding somebody. So, are they not doing a service for these people? A little bit? they are kind it, of playing it, matchmaker. Playing matchmaker, filming it, it just seems more exploitative. Well, there's more gravity me. on it because there's cameras. Yeah, I just I feel like you're taking advantage of those people. But they're looking for love. And they don't they don't know either way, which is why you're taking advantage of them. They know, dude. That the thing is, is they're not like okay, they're not like far end of the spectrum. Okay, they're so not, they're playing along, kind of? No, they're, I mean, a lot of these people have, like, Asperger's or autism. Okay. The, the, but a lot of them are, like, highly functioning. There's sure. even a girl on there. And I've like, never seen the show, so I'm, I'm talking no, about dude, something I, I have I no it. idea about. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. It's, it's fun to, to you know, discuss it. Cause yeah. Especially with you not knowing, kind of makes it more fun. Okay. Because it's like, I like this show, so I'm going to defend the show. Kind yeah, of. yeah, but I know sure. I'm not, like, sure. knocking it. And I know no, you I'm so knocking hard. it. I'm not, believe me, I'm knocking it for no, sure. No, but I feel like you, 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 uh, at least. I'll play devil's advocate, Fair. partially, you know, always, but. Yeah, but there's people on there that don't even, you wouldn't even really know, like, maybe a little bit, but they just seem, like, maybe socially awkward. Like, okay. they have autism or learning disability. There's this one guy in there. Dude, there's this one guy on there <laughs> that looks, dude. Like a root vegetable. Like if you picked him up out of the ground and he is, if people watch the show, they know who he is, but he's incredible with math. Okay. Like you just throw out two numbers and he's like, I know what that is. And you throw out a date 
He's like adding them together. Yeah, you're like, what was March 15th, 1997? What day of the week was that? And he's like, Tuesday. And it's just like, whoa. But also, he could be lying. One in seven, for, you know, but you one know in I mean? seven, you're going to know it right. like that. Sure, sure, sure. It's yeah. wild. I mean, people are amazing, yeah. for sure. Uh, what about, like, the guy, I saw one video a while ago, of a guy, he took a helicopter ride over, like, New York City and memorized the skyline and then got done and then, like, this giant mural was just him redrawing the f- New York skyline, dude, from his from his brain. People are amazing. And when it comes artist? to... Yeah. He was a good artist? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, like, perfect. It was, like, really? exactly... Yeah. Wow, it was, like, that's... a replica. Yeah. Our brains are powerful, you know? And when I'm screaming in boot camp, like, suck it up. You know, you're not tired. Like, yeah. dude, our bodies are really amazing. And I think part of it is you could get yourself in the right headspace. I, th- I feel like we're really dumbed down in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And if you really wanted to be exceptional at something, if you just committed yourself to it, you're going to get really good and probably superior to the average person. Like if, if anybody could get exceptionally better than the average person at one thing they really commit to, yeah. I think. But it is nice then to see, not nice, I mean, but it is amazing to see people with like a, a disability where they're so exceptional in one way, but then it comes with you're also so socially disconnected. Right. You can't have a normal life. Yeah. That sucks. Like you, you know? look like a parsnip. <laughs> yeah, well. Like, it's a problem. You know, you know yeah. But he looks like a parsnip, like, with Kanye West teeth that are always, like, out. Bless his heart. Bless his heart. Right? Uh, I'm rooting for him. But what you know what it does, Root do? in for him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Coming at you live. Uh, that was a good one, dude. Um, but what it does do is when you watch the show as well, it... It does something, I guess. It just depends on how you watch it. You know, maybe some people watch it and howl laughing. Maybe some people watch it and cry. You know, because it is very sweet. But it's also what it like the heartbreaking honesty of these people is something else. Like you'll go on a date with somebody and be like, you know, I just love this person. Like immediately first date, love this person. And then like one date later, they're like, "Ah, just I'm not feeling it anymore. But then they tell the person, and it's like, oh, my God. It's wild, dude. Like, because these people are kind of the most gangster people in the world because they don't have... Like, people are like, I have no filter. You do. You do. You got a social filter. Everybody does. But these people really don't. Yeah. You know? Which is kind of wild. Yeah. So, uh, but anyhow, it does make you feel... At least it makes me feel. Maybe not you or maybe not anybody else. But I'll sit there and I watch it with Danny in bed before we go to sleep. And I'm like so grateful that like i have my person and i didn't have to go through this crazy thing like because it it almost like brings you back to that feeling when you're like trying to find like the right person okay because like these person these people are trying to find the right person okay you know so like in so now you know that your right person isn't somebody on the spectrum (laughs) no no i just mean it's uh i yeah i mean i know she's not but uh thank god no, I'm just kidding. But also, still kind of not. But um, it just to, it brings it back to like, oh, this is cool. Like, I have my person. I don't need to go on this wild goose chase to find somebody now, because the more and more uh, non-personal, I guess, whatever you call it, impersonal, unpersonal, that dating gets, the more online that it gets with like Tinder and all this stuff. Yeah, it's very like black and white. So I think it's going to be harder to find long-term relationships that are meaningful, especially because of the internet. Because it's just there's just too much. Saturation. You think that's good or bad for uh, 
our country, our species, our future. Like, uh, I, I have, I, I guess, I have mixed feelings. Good in the way that it, it's very important, I think, to meet a bunch of people and uh, kind of dip your toe in the water in okay. different, in different, um, different people, different walks of life. See who you're compatible with. See so you're not. It, it obviously, I think that it's, it's a very useful tool if you use it in the way of like finding people and seeing if you're compatible with them because I think it's important to have shitty relationships and shitty friendships and grow from them. Are you really going to find out if you're compatible with somebody by a short questionnaire that they fill out with and in a picture? No, I don't think so. But I mean, if you meet with them, yeah. So like if you meet with the person and you go out on three or four lunch dates, I think it, if I've gone out with three or four lunch dates with you, that's enough time to know, like if by the fourth lunch date, we've probably already had a, a, some other date other than lunch. Right? <laughs> no, I'm yeah. normal. Just saying. If, if I've had... I've never, in all of my finding love... No, I've, no I'm not even saying that. <laughs> if, even, if, even if I was, like, starting to have a relationship with a girlfriend or something, mm-hmm. by the fourth lunch date... Yeah. I wouldn't have made it to four. Okay. If we... Who's going on just four lunch dates? Who's just going lunch dates only? Like, is lunch... Maybe, maybe. I, I've i been on way more evening dates than lunch dates. Fair. Okay, so not lunch. <laughs> Hold up, though. So I'm just saying... <laughs> that's, just a, that's just the example, right? Okay. If you meet somebody, it also kind of... It, however many people that you meet, it also kind of l- lets you maybe set boundaries for yourself in a way to be like, I am not compatible with this person, and I also have the confidence to meet them and tell them that this isn't working, whatever. But how, 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 they're, they're not... I, I I disagree because I think that the opposite is happening. You're you're not giving yourself an opportunity to actually meet somebody because the interactions that are happening are mm-hmm. so not organic. It's and it's so short short term that we're breaking away from like establishing like a real connection with people. We're not giving it a chance. Yeah. And if I go out on a date with you because I met you on Tinder, then what's it's already it's already if we're meeting on tinder the chances of us are hooking up are higher or lower i'm at higher right because isn't that and i've never i'm saying this from a total place of ignorance i've literally never been on a dating app yeah that was i've had a relationship before that shit existed which makes me sound like a grandpa or something all right dude but i i would imagine in my interactions that i've had with females prior to there being a dating app Old school, when you'd actually have to fucking be smooth enough to to get a girl from the bar, the to to lunch date the next day. Oh yeah, dude. like that takes you got to have you got to be funny. You got to have a little bit of whatever. You got to yeah. spit some game. You got to make mean, them laugh. It does still apply though. It just via text. But but you're coming. We're coming into the interaction already having established. We've met on Tinder. And we find each other. We're down to. We're down. I think that when you're when you're getting, you're skipping all of the the meat and potatoes of a relationship. You're you're skipping all of the the things that actually make the relationship what it is. Yeah. Friendship, understanding, empathy, like trust, and and all these things. Yeah. That is then supposed to make uh, the hookup have even more value. Sure. Right. 
Now, if you're just looking to get laid, that's that's been around since before dating apps, right? right? They used to call it a one-night stand. Back when Tinder was uh, a phone number in a matchbook, actual Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, good one, good one. That napkin in your pocket that's would make some good Tinder. That's for good. sure. That's funny, though. Good, good connection. Uh yeah, I don't know where I was going you with that. You have a dried I'll, I'll, branch in your pocket and you write the number on it. <laughs> Tinder. <laughs> yeah, I think it's because it's supposed to start a spark, right? It's supposed to catch a spark. Yeah, Tinder does. But you were yeah. saying that the, the, the connection is more meaningful whenever you have I'm to... I'm saying like, if I find you through Tinder, it's already established I'm looking for a one-night stand. I don't think so. No? I met Danny over at Tinder, dude. And you met your fiancé on an app yeah, this meant is the for banging. That I... Essentially, kind of, but you can still meet people on there and have okay. a meaningful relationship. Okay, so you're, you're, is that... Because it's not just like, like, you don't just put like Tinder, your profile's like, you know... Down like, to bang. I like fucking and fighting and <laughs> yeah, I've already yeah. beat up all the guys <laughs> okay. in this town. Yeah, okay. You know, nobody... So somebody's already used what would be my bio. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> or or uh, you go on I'm there. here to fuck, I'm here to fight. Yeah. And I'm a second degree black belt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And fucking... <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh the man! First pictures of you with a black guy. Like I've been fighting a lot. I could use something. You could use that fucking part real quick. But anyhow, you uh, you can also say you can pre- present yourself on there in a way that's like, hey, you know, I would like to meet somebody cool, and I don't necessarily want to hook up, and you don't necessarily have to because even women go on there <clears throat> and they play this game. Where it's like, how many lunch dates or dinner dates can I get? Yeah. And these people eat for free. Yeah. That's, you know? yeah. See, that's too much funny. Business. Look, it's, it's, it's definitely got, it's it's wild. But it's it's a fucking wild place, dude. Yeah. Because you also have to be slick with your one-liners, like, immediately. Because it's like when you two match, one of you has to initiate, and it can't just be like, hey, that's not cool. No what, does gotta be? what does it got to be? What does it got to be? Are your parents retarded? Because you're pretty special. Okay. Right. All right. Yeah. It's a good yeah. One. And then you share a link to your show. They want to chill and watch this. Or you say, "Want to smash?" And then she's like, "What the fuck?" And you say, "What? You don't have a Nintendo?" Because it's Smash Bros. You don't get play video wow. games. So you don't get yeah, it. You yeah. don't. You obviously, don't do that one yeah. for sure. It's not like I used any of those. I, I remember the first thing I messaged Danny. She has a like a half sleeve on her arm. Yeah. And I said, "Hey, your tattoo's cool." And she's like, "Nice. Do you have any tattoos?" And I was like. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. And then you had to say no. I said, I have a really small one right here. And then, pick. Yeah, yeah. And then she was like, wow, it's weird. It's weird there's not a tattoo in there. And I'm like, oh, yeah, whoops. Whoops. Accidentally. Uh, and then I also sent her a big screenshot of a Fortnite win. Whoops. I forgot I'm so good at video games, too. Oh, boy. Yeah. I, I feel like there's a lot of uh, re- reasons for relationships in the future to not be as hardy as they are by hardy. I mean like family values, trying to create a life with somebody to live, procreate, raise a family, like all of the things, right? I think society has kind of gotten away from that in a number of ways. One of those ways is taking relationships and, and, changing them and like devaluing them. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what the, a lot of the dating apps built just around hooking up does is just devalues relationships. And I think that when you stack that on top of the fact that our, our ability to communicate 
is is uh, through screens now. Yeah. So our our communication skills are getting worse. Like conversationally between people, there's way more divide between like guys and girls, men and women. Yeah. Like how many different ways are we divided? And when you add all of that stuff together, it seems like it's going to be a lot harder to f- to just do like what our grandparents did. Find somebody that you love, raise a family, start a life. Yeah. Th- that's what me and my wife, luckily, thank God, are, are on the same page. Like, that's what we want. We want to be a family with and, and do all of the things. Yeah. Two kids and a dog, you know, and like a nice picket fence. And, and like, that's our goal is the yeah. American dream. And we're working hard to get there. But it seems like there's more and more things stacked against the up and coming generation mm-hmm. to push them away from the traditional family value uh model i feel like when when you get here now though so like you know that's essentially my goal as well you know to have a family and and be with danny but it's it's also like it makes it really rewarding because right now it's like we're beating the odds yeah a lot yeah so it's kind of like a like you're sticking it to the man a little bit yeah so I, the fact yeah, that like i, can, I, I that. can proudly say like hey i met danny on tinder and laugh about it yeah because it's like at the end of the day, I'm in a healthy relationship. Yeah, the healthiest relationship I've ever had by far. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and we met on the hookup app. Yeah, so it's kind of funny. It is funny. It's a know? good story. It makes yeah. it. It and, makes it way better. And on our very first uh, night that we had met, you know, we had sushi at Momiji's, and I hadn't had sushi at that time in my life. I was 26 years old, and I never had sushi. Wow. Yeah. And you got the overpriced Momiji's. It's okay. It's all yeah. right. But it was really great because I'd never had it before and it tasted yeah. great. Yeah. And she was like, hey, hey, you know, do you like sushi? And I was like, no, but, you know, I like how you look. <laughs> Let's go, you know, check it out. Yeah, so it was cool, though, because when I met her... Uh, if I can eat some raw fish. Yeah, yeah. The night, the, yeah, yeah. The night of, though, uh, afterwards, you know, like, uh, I went to say bye to her in the parking lot. And I was like, hey, like, you know, it was nice meeting you. And so I could just give her a hug. That's all. You know, I just gave her a hug. That was it. Just like a little bit more to show her like I'm interested in more than. But was it met, a side hug or a front hug? Full on hug. Okay. You, know? you wrapped the leg around. You put a hook in. Yeah, for sure. Okay. I, I hadn't been doing jujitsu at that point. Okay. So, so she was like, what's that? And I was like, I don't know. I <laughs> just, it just feels natural. But uh, yeah, it's funny. Because when I met her, uh, we shook hands, which I thought was cool. Because she was like, hi, I'm Danielle. And I was like, I'm Gabe. And we shook hands. I was like, it's my kind of guy. You know, shaking mitts, dude. Yeah. No, no other woman that I'd met on there was was shaking hands. Well, because they, they came in. Some did you meet a lot of? Oh, not, you know, not, yeah, not to get yeah, into it. Not, it's not crazy. Okay. All right. So usually, if you're meeting on the dating app, yeah, you're coming in. You don't. You need to skip the handshake part of it. A little bit. Skip the small talk part of it. It goes back to my reason why the but dating. You still got a small talk. You can't just be like, "This is for you." Here it is. Here it is. Just show up naked. Oh, we're not. That this is my. Bad. We got to. We got to. We got to talk. I thought I met you on Tinder. Yeah. What are we here for? Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's funny. Is it's not that aggressive, dude. Okay. Most all right. of the time, it's like, hey, would you like to meet up and try to get to know one another? Okay. You know, in in most cases. All right. You know, I mean, I would have. Uh, I would have some. Some apps are more hookup than others, right? I think some Tinder apps is, are more. It's the one. Tinder's the yeah. banging. I bet you the bangingest one is Grinder for gay guys. Uh, I know a guy that I used to work with at the hotel that was banging guests. That's how wild gay guys get, dude. Wow. Yeah. Like, they're like the closest room to the lobby. Oh. He got off work. He punched out and walked to the room and just punched out and, and punched just, in. And just good, 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 good in the room, dude. It smelled like poop in there. 
Stop. <laughs> yeah, it's bad, dude. Stop. Yeah. <clears throat> TV issues, my ass. Yeah. Oh, it's gross, oh boy. Dude. Yeah. Oh? Yeah, dude. I, I mean, I don't know. I feel like it makes you beating the odds. You're beating the odds if you can have a healthy relationship. And it's funnier if you met on Tinder. Mm-hmm. And it's funnier because, uh, so Danny and I were talking about when we would get married. On you Tinder? Know. You guys are saying that? No, no, no. That'd oh. be fucking crazy. Yeah. But we were talking about when, like, when would be our wedding date, right? So our, like, unofficial, like, dating date, because we just started dating in April. Like, okay. it wasn't like, you know, like, like I was exclusively seeing her. I wasn't seeing other women at this time. So when we kind of started doing that, we're like, well, what date should we have on our, like, Facebook to make people know? So we're like, 420 is funny. Okay. Right? So I said, well, this year, I mean, we should just get married on 9-11. I think that would probably be the, that's the next one. Okay. Is that the date? Maybe. Really? <laughs> and then they're going to be like, what, did you get married in fucking 1998? <laughs> like, nobody gets married on 9-11. Because we're just probably going to go to the courthouse and elope. Mm. You know, just, just like file everything. Yeah. And then go on a honeymoon whenever we get a chance. You're never going to do the official ring exchange thing? No, 100%. Yeah. Oh, I, I would like to wear a ring. I think it looks cool. I like... Uh, I was against it. Really? Yeah. I went my first probably year, maybe, with the rubber band ring. Really? Yeah. Not the circulation, dude. Well, no, because I thought, oh, jujitsu. I can't do jujitsu with a wedding ring on. Sure like, it's going to it's gonna mess up things. Yeah. And then... And then I did, and I was like, oh, it changes absolutely nothing. Yeah, and they also have those rubber rings. That's what I'm saying. I wore that. That's what I wore for the first year. Oh, not so it wasn't. Yeah, it I didn't wear my wedding band, ring. I a... wore the rubber. Well, I, I had a wedding ring, yeah. but I, I always got the rubber band thing yeah. and wore that. And I still have it somewhere. I mean, it literally was my wedding band for the first year. Yeah. But then somewhere along the line, I was like, I'm just going to wear this and just keep it. I mean, this feels better than like. A rubber band ring doesn't have... It's just a rubber band. It has no weight. You know? Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. You yeah. can't clink it on a glass. You yeah, know? I mean, this... And this is a silver. Like, I didn't... I wanted... I didn't want, like, a flashy wedding ring. Yeah. Like, this is just a straight silver. See, I like that, though. Yeah. Like, my, it's, like, a super simple... Like, yeah. the most simple. Like My dad has a gold one like that. It reminds me of... Okay, you know on... Uh, God, what is it? Indiana Jones. Okay. Right? The Last Crusade. Okay. Right, you go in. The guy finds the cup, yes. right, and he chose poorly, and he gets old real he, quick. Yeah, and he melts off, yeah. right, because he he picked the 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 thing that Jesus is supposed to have the, the thing, coolest in, but one. he picked the one with all the rubies, the yeah. worthy of a king, right? Yeah. He but he chose poorly, and then Indiana with this smart, you know, Indiana Jones, right. he picks the most humble one. Yeah, and that was the one. Dude, that's how I feel about my wedding ring. Yeah. I the I don't want the flashiest one. Because for me, the ring represents more than just jewelry. It, it's this like just having this around represents something that's way bigger than a metal ring or a rubber band ring or anything. Yeah. Like this is just a placeholder. So I don't need a flashy placeholder for love because my love is like it's real and pure and bigger yeah. than a ring. Right. So yeah, and that's I agree. that's probably just like you know also. It's all. I, I just I don't want to have a lot of money invested in something that's just that's just like a ring. I well, don't know. it's like you're also still like a working man. Like you're gonna you're gonna get it beat up and shit. Like, yeah, like I, yeah. I had when I was when I was married. <laughs> I um I had one of those tungsten carbide rings. Like okay. Twenty bucks. It was on Amazon. Okay. But it was like heavy as shit. Yeah. I, I just, it felt like clunky. Yeah. You know, like where my dad has a ring like that, but yeah. I think it's gold, not silver. But uh, 
he never got it like resized. You're supposed to get them resized as you get older, so it doesn't like cut off the circulation to your hand. Okay, it cut off his circulation. I don't know what's going on with that finger. Oh really? Yeah, I have no idea. He's got to get it cut off. No, it's not gonna be that bad, but oh. it's pretty tight. Yeah, it's 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 like probably there's not a lot of wiggle room. Like yours, you can still spin it and shit. Oh yeah, sure he can still spin his, but it's got to be yeah, got to be close. Dude. Well, mine was. I mean, mine has changed over the years. It yeah, used it looks- to have like. Uh, like texture to it yeah and now it's like rubbed off like almost smooth yeah it looks like it's uh it looks like it was like hand forged yeah it was now. it was it's like oh, it, it's a, yeah i got it at an art show oh that's cool yeah oh that's nice yeah so i mean it's a real handmade ring cool um yeah if you look underneath it it's like it's got something what on has it. elven writing on it what <laughs> the lord of the rings dude how, how great is that though, oh huh? not that great really? lord of the rings never got into it too long you dude you made a lord of the rings reference was it today well, I didn't. You said that you I were said like, I was like Gandalf. Gandalf. Yeah, yeah. The, Gandalf the Nate. Gandalf the Nate, dude. Yeah, which one would you? Because here's the thing: Gandalf the Gray, right? He's like he's like a regular old wizard. Okay. But then he he goes through like a crazy trial. He dies and he sacrifices his life for everybody. Mm. He basically like goes through hell for a very long Jesus-y. Of time. Then he comes back, Gandalf the White. Yeah. Yep. So which one would I be? Yeah. Uh, probably one of those beast looking guys that tries to get the hobbit people yeah one of those guys like a, wait like the ring wraiths <laughs> maybe like the guys in the black the dudes that the dudes that are chasing you they have like wolves and shit that they're with wolves. they're like running uh, an orc orc yeah dude, dude that's you dude i'd be an orc wow dude yeah there i'm, is actually I'm a civil with, man there's an orc with cauliflowered face in it <laughs> oh yeah that'd yeah, be it's pretty wild dude yeah and he talks out of the side of his mouth like yeah, this. Yeah, sometimes. Holy yeah. shit, there it is, dude. Wow, that's wild. <laughs> when I'm whispering. I look in the credits, and it's like Nathan Walker. I'm like, God dang. I didn't know that. Young oh, man, boy. dude. You had a thick neck like an orc back then, dude. Yeah, I did. You, those yeah. traps, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I saw a picture of you. You look like a fucking grenade. Yeah. Yeah. Are you talking about my <laughs> MMA fight? Yeah. That one? With the yeah. belt on? Yeah, with the belt. Yep. Yeah, man. That was uh, 170 pounds of chiseled muscle pretty serious customer yeah still are my friend now i'm like 198 yeah not so chiseled but i would f- kick my own ass back then for yeah, sure you certainly kick mine for sure yeah. <laughs> for sure that's always fun when man I- 20 years yeah. 20 years of doing combat jujitsu yeah. combat training not combat jujitsu yeah combat training man so yeah. it's a long time it's fun. I've been watching the qualifier in pieces because three and a half hours long, mm-hmm. the lightweight one. Yeah, it's the fun. last one. It's fun watching you sit there. Seeing me? Yeah, every time I see you, I'm like, there he is. Yeah, I was That's studying it, man. I, I I knew that was going to be a good one. Yeah. I got a good seat to you right next Dude, to the pole. You got the you got like Eddie's, uh, like it would be like his other spot. Like yeah. You got the one completely like. Fit, yeah. Like, yeah. I yeah. got there early and sat down for that one. That's I was sick. like, this is my spot. Yeah. 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 It was a good show, man. A lot of talented guys. It's amazing to see. The art of jujitsu constantly changing and yeah. new people coming in with new moves and new just it's awesome. I love being part of it and uh to be there to witness that made me a better jujitsu practitioner. And if you came to my jujitsu classes in the last two weeks, you've leveled up because I was there at that tournament yeah. watching that. And if you if you missed class in the last two weeks, Go figure. You didn't get any better at jujitsu. That's what happens. Rough. You know, the people that show up, they're getting good. The people that don't show up, you know, you're, they're getting left behind. Getting left behind. Oh well. Can't wait around for you. That's for I'm sure. Gonna, I miss those guys and gals. Me too. Me yeah. too. But I, I have, uh, I have hope for everybody. Yeah. To find their way back to jujitsu. And if you're watching this, 
and you haven't tried jujitsu yet, it's a game changer. I yeah. highly recommend you go out and take a free class. Whoever whoever you are, wherever you are, you're going to be able to go to your local jujitsu school and walk in and say, hey, my friend Nate is a second degree black belt under Eddie Bravo. He told me to come here to take out to check out this school. I want to try a free class, maybe a free week. If they don't do that, walk out and find another gym. Because if they're not willing to let you have a little taste, yeah. they're probably got something to hide. They're trying to trying to finagle you. Right. They just want your money. They don't want you to get any better. Well, and if they try to lure you in with stripes and 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 you know yeah. the belt, don't let the belt be the reason you tried jujitsu. Right. Let the community and the fact that challenging yourself in so many ways is going to make you up as uh, make you a better person. Yeah. That's why you should try jujitsu. I used to be a scrawny ten pound weakling. Dude, you're born like what four pounds when you're born? I was a big kid, dude. Were you? I think I was eight eight six maybe. Wow, my big buddy Doctor Justin. Yeah. Dude, it was just his birthday the other day, and his mom birthday, his Justin. mom put out a, a thing. Dude, guess how much that kid weighed. 10 pounds, 15 ounces, little baby Justin say. Justin. Holy Man, cow, your poor mom. Yeah, eight pounds a head. And then just <laughs> two pounds and 15 <laughs> ounces of body. Yeah. It's because you got a big brain. You're smarter than <laughs> that's us. That's what he said. That's what he said. Yeah, that's what he said. All right, everybody. All well, right, friends. episode 43. Yes. Bye. Bye. <laughs>